What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. We're going to do a basketball update today. I wanted to get an episode out yesterday before Tuesday's games. Wasn't able to do that. Um, had some other things going on. One of those things I'm going to discuss right here on the show. And then um, we'll go back in time a little bit, look at the games that just happened, the winners, the losers, do a little standings update, and then we'll be on our way to enjoy the rest of the games this week and this weekend. Before I do that, though, I had a little story that I wanted to tell. Yesterday, um, it was announced last week, actually, that the Big Ten tournament tickets would be on sale on January 17th, which, again, was Tuesday, yesterday, at 11 a.m. Central Time. I happen to live in the Central Time Zone, so it worked out perfect for me. I just had to wait till 11 a.m., but I did one even better. I said, I'm going to get up and not get up. I was already awake, but I'm going to get up on my computer at like 1030. And I started looking for tickets then just to see if they went on sale early and they didn't. I got put in line on Ticketmaster to wait for the tickets to go on sale. While I was doing that, I was reading some more on the Big Ten website about what tickets would be available. And I was buying three tickets. So I'm going with two of my friends um, that will be attending the Big Ten tournament with me. And I was buying those three tickets, and we wanted to sit in the lower bowl. We, I mean, we're going to already spend a little bit of money. We decided that we might as well be as close as possible. So as I was reading, it said that the second and first levels, so the 100 and 200 levels, would only be available through the school's ticket offices. So I started calling some schools. And I'm going to put a couple of them on blast, not going to lie. Um, randomly, just randomly, this is not teams that like I'm a fan of or affiliated with or that I, schools that I went to or anything like that. I started with Rutgers. I don't know why. Um, I started with Rutgers, and they did have tickets, and they were selling the lower bowl seats for $1,000, which on the Big Ten website, they said that they would be 480 So I didn't understand that for the whole session, all the sessions, $1,000. So I said no to that, called Indiana. They had no idea what was going on with the tickets. They said they were still waiting to hear back from the Big Ten about when they could sell tickets. So they didn't have a clue. And then I called Northwestern. Nobody picked up at Northwestern. They don't want to sell any tickets there. Um, so I didn't get a hold of Northwestern. And then I called Michigan State. And they probably had the most knowledgeable person that I talked to regarding the tickets. They were $500 for the lower bowl, which is about what I expected. And they were only selling them to um, donors and season ticket holders, which I am not either one of those at Michigan State or any of these schools, actually. So I wasn't able to get them through them either. By this time, the Ticketmaster uh, website had let me in and the general public tickets were available. And the only thing that was available to purchase was the last three rows of the upper bowl, literally the furthest in the nosebleeds you could possibly be. The furthest. And that's not where I want to sit. And they were still about 400 bucks. So I said, I don't want to do that. So uh, I made the decision to go ahead and get back on Michigan State's website and um, donate $1 to the men's basketball program so that I could become a donor. And about 30 seconds later, I got an email confirmation with an account number. I immediately called the ticket office back and acted like I had never talked to them before, told them that I was a donor 
and they sold me tickets less than two minutes later. Got all three tickets in the lower bowl. Now, it was like, it's a little weird because the Big Ten's not really releasing the tickets yet. They've really messed this up, I, I really have to say. The Big Ten has really messed this whole thing up. If you're a big basketball fan like I am, this was an hour and a half of work that I didn't want to do yesterday. I feel like as a fan, now I understand a couple of things, that this is for the students and it's supposed to be like school-related, yada, yada, yada. But I should be able to get on and buy tickets wherever I want, I think, once they're on sale. But they're hoarding all the tickets for the schools so that they can block them off so that the actual like fans of those schools can come when they're playing. And, uh, you know, so that's that's basically what they're doing. And I had to request tickets through Michigan State. Now, I had to pay. I had to pay the $1,500 for the three seats. Um, but once they actually get the tickets is when I will um, I will figure out where we're actually going to be sitting. So I don't know where my seats are yet. They said that the worst-case scenario is that based on priority, which I think priority is going to be which donors have donated more money first, so I'm probably last on that list. But based on priority, I might get pushed back into the 200 level, but that's okay with me. At least it's still not all the way up in the nosebleeds. So all that being said, I basically have tickets at this point. Uh, the Big Ten Tournament is exactly seven weeks away. It's taking place in Chicago at the United Center. I will be there. I'm excited to be there. If you're thinking about going, I highly suggest becoming a donor of one of these schools so that you can get the fast track to some of the tickets, especially if you want to sit a little bit lower. Um, and if you want to, you know, hang out, I'll be there, man. I'll be at the United Center all week. I'm excited. Uh, I'll be with two of my best friends. We're all huge Big Ten basketball fans. And we'll be there from Wednesday till Saturday. I'm actually not going to be able to go to the championship game on Sunday. Uh, but I'll be there for all the other sessions, the other six sessions. I'll be able to see all the teams play uh, at least once that week, which I'm really excited about. That's going to be uh, – we've been talking about going for years and years. And we're finally going to be there in person. And, you know, like I said, I'm really excited about that. Let's talk about what actually happened in the league, though. Uh on what would that be january 13th when was that i've got my days all mixed up right now there was a couple of days off here when was january 13th i'm looking at my calendar and asking that was last friday is when i last recorded a podcast um i said that purdue was playing nebraska and they were going to win and they did they won by 18 easy game for them fletcher lawyer continues his hot streak he had 27 points we'll talk about him more in just a second Michigan State went to Illinois, and they dropped a really close game. It was actually closer than the final score indicated. This was a good battle. I think that Illinois is starting to prove that they are back. It looked like after some of their non-conference games and the way that they started the Big Ten season, you're like, what's going on with Illinois? And like I talked about on Friday, once Sky Moore basically said he wasn't coming back and he's going to transfer, it seems like they flipped a switch. They were like, okay, fine. We don't have him anymore. We're just going to keep balling then. And uh, they've been playing really well, and they've crawled. I'm not even going to say crawled. They've rocket shipped up to the top of the Big Ten standings, and they're, what, like in fifth place right now, somewhere around there? Um, so they're playing really well. The next day, Saturday, we have one game. It was Wisconsin at Indiana. I thought that this was a game that Indiana had to win, and Wisconsin at the time was still ranked 18th. 
And I, I've been saying, I, I got to say this about Wisconsin. I've watched them enough now. I watched their last two games and probably about four others. I think that they're the most fraudulent team in the Big Ten. I think that they're the worst best team that we have. They've been ranked in the top 25. They're favored in almost every game that they play in for some reason. I don't know why. Their defense to me is good, but it's overrated. I think that, you know, when you start listening to the announcers when they're playing, they're like, oh, this Wisconsin defense is so good. I don't think it's that good. Uh, Indiana rolled them up, though, 63-45. Uh, to 45. Trace Jackson Davis had 18 points. He's my guy. I love Trace Jackson Davis. Um, good game for Indiana. I missed that game, though. My daughter had a basketball game that day, so I actually didn't get to watch that one. Kind of was score watching on that. But like I said, I thought that Indiana was going to win. I thought it was a game that they had to win. And especially being at home against a team that I don't think is that good at the moment, um, they went ahead and won the game. On Sunday, as my computer and my phone are loading, I can't remember what happened on Sunday. Sunday, oh, okay, I do remember what happened on Sunday. Michigan State played Wisconsin. My phone still hasn't loaded, by the way. Michigan State played Wisconsin, and it was a really close game. I'm trying to pull this up. Come on, man, start working. No, that wasn't on Sunday. That was on Monday. I'm sorry. So Sunday... We had uh, the rematch, OSU versus Rutgers. That game went to overtime. I thought that it, Rutgers would try to get some revenge. I didn't know this about Rutgers. Did you guys know that uh, defensively they're ranked number one in the Big Ten as far as points per game are allowed? And, and probably really high nationally right now, too. Their defense is playing really good. And this was the game, like I said, game one. Uh, I said this on Friday. Game one, when they played at Ohio State, Ohio State hit the three to win it. This game went to overtime. Rutgers does pick up the 68-64 to victory, so they get revenge. That night, we had uh, Iowa. Actually, I think it was the afternoon. Iowa played Maryland. Um, I don't know what to think about Maryland anymore because they'll play one good game, and then they'll play Iowa, and they'll stink it up. Iowa, man, like they're... They're crazy to watch. Iowa's been really weird because, again, it's another team. They're very much like Wisconsin in this way where I think they're a little overrated, but then they play, and it seems like they just get buckets when they need to every single time. I'm reminding uh, everyone of the Michigan game where they got uh, eight straight points or seven straight points going down the stretch in a minute 45. Like when they needed it the worst, they started hitting shots. And uh, so Iowa's playing pretty good. They beat Maryland by 14 and then also that day Michigan picks up another win against my Wildcats I was pretty sad about this uh they win by 780 high scoring game for a, a Northwestern game I thought uh 85 to 78 so uh Michigan right there in the top of the Big Ten standings as well then on Sunday we had Michigan State versus Wisconsin um like I said another close game Michigan State played really what am I doing here? That was not Michigan State, Wisconsin. When did they play Wisconsin? I have got to have my internet start working. They played Purdue on Sunday. Monday. Dude, get it together. What are you doing, man? Okay. Rewind. On Monday, we had... I'm still looking at this. I'm like, well, I thought they played Wisconsin. I guess that was last weekend. What am I thinking? Um, on Monday, we had a great matchup. This is probably the best game that we've had in the Big Ten so far. Purdue comes into Michigan State. 
The crowd's going nuts. They're all over Edie, and more importantly, they're all over Fletcher Lawyer. They had a chant going that said, Foster's better, which is definitely not true. Um, but if you remember, Foster Lawyer used to play at Michigan State, so that was, I mean, I guess it was pretty creative. But uh, Foster Lawyer was definitely not better than Fletcher Lawyer. Fletcher had a great game, but two other guys had a way better game. My guy, Tyson Walker, he's one of my favorite players to watch. Everything he was shooting looked like it was going to go in. And even the last shot where he attempted a three, Michigan State was down by one. And even on that last shot, to, from the angle that they had on TV, it looked like it was dropping. It ended up being an air ball. Um, and really the story of the game is Michigan State couldn't stop Zach Eady. And who can? I mean, he's 7'4". They had uh, Michigan State was missing one of their bigs, Malik Hall, one of their best bigs, I would say. And they just didn't have the guys to guard him. They just really didn't. This was a terrible officiated game both ways. I'm not a fan of either one of these teams, so you don't have to get on me about, you know, whatever about the officials. I'm not a fan of either one of these teams. So I just enjoyed the game, but the calls were atrocious. There was a call against Michigan State, I think it was Matty Sizoko, where Zach Eady basically wrestled him to the ground after a rebound. Terrible call. And then there was a call at the end of the game where they couldn't decide who the ball went out of bounds on, so they went to the possession arrow. I've never seen that before. Usually they at least make a call on the floor, which they did. They said it was Purdue's ball. And this was like in the last minute, by the way, so it was a very crucial call. They said it was Purdue's ball, and then... They went to the video replay, couldn't figure out who touched it last, and then they were like, we're just going to go to the possession arrow. Ended up still being Purdue's ball. So I guess, I don't even know who, I don't even know who it was off either. I can't lie. But if you don't know who the ball went off of, you stick with the call that was on the court, which was Purdue in the first place. So I guess it really didn't matter. Um, I still kind of got my way as far as officiating go, goes right there. But uh, Zach E.D. hits a... Turnaround little hook shot right at the rim to win the game with about two seconds left. And uh, Purdue keeps winning. They're undefeated. Uh, they're not undefeated. I'm sorry. They lost to Rutgers. They've only got one loss in the Big Ten, and they're 17-1 and right now. They're freaking really good. They're really good. And on a night where I thought the rest of the players on the team, other than Fletcher Lawyer, I thought Fletcher had a good game. I think he had like 18. The rest of the players weren't shooting it that well. They needed Zach Eady to score half their points, and that's exactly what he did. He scored 32 of their 64, which is pretty insane. Uh, later that night, I didn't watch this game. I was kind of playing Call of Duty this night instead because I was. It was a long basketball weekend. My daughter had two games. I had watched like all the Big Ten games and uh, all the stuff that was going on with that. Sorry, I'm looking at my phone right now too. Um, so I didn't watch this game, but uh, Illinois beat Minnesota. By 18, it was 78-60. to 60. This might be why I was thinking of Wisconsin because they played last night. Uh, Wisconsin beat Penn State last night. I still, I don't care. I don't care how many games they win. It's not that I don't like Wisconsin. They're fine. I just think they're boring, and I don't think they're that good. I don't understand how they win games. I actually think Penn State's a better team than them still. Even after they lost last night, it was on the road. I think if they got matched up, uh, at the United Center in the Big Ten Tournament. I hope they get matched up. I think that Penn State would win by like seven or eight. 
I really do. Or if it's a home game for Penn State, I don't know if they play them at home. I think Penn State would win that game. That's just how I see it. I think that they're better. I think they got better shooters. They definitely have a better point guard. And they can be better defensively. Um, but Wisconsin, you got to give them credit, though. They stuck around in this game. This was a fun game to watch, too. Uh, even though it was a little bit more... I'll say this. The first half was boring because it was super low scoring and there wasn't really anything exciting going on. But as the game uh, ticked down to the final minutes, it got really exciting because it was close and all the possessions were very intense. One other thing. I know I'm knocking Wisconsin a lot, but I got to say this. And I saw multiple tweets about this, too. The place was packed last night at the Kohl Center. Packed to the brim. They had all the seats full, pretty much. I mean, I would say it was at least 90% full. I saw a picture on Twitter. It was packed, though. There was a lot of people there. It was silent in that arena yesterday. On TV, it was. if I was a Wisconsin fan, I'd be embarrassed to watch that because I don't know if it was like uh, senior citizen night or what was going on, but the crowd, I'm not going to lie, there was a lot of old people in the crowd. I don't know if that's how it always is or what. I haven't really noticed their crowd that much until yesterday when there was this close game. And it's still silent. They would score, and you, uh, yay, good job. They get a stop, and it'd just be silent. Or a block or something that's silent. Somebody steals the ball, it's silent. You hear a couple of people, yay, good job. I don't know. I don't know. Wisconsin fans are, I don't know. I, 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 like, I like all the fans. I like everybody, especially if you're listening. If you're a Wisconsin fan, I'm not knocking you guys. But you, even you would have to admit, if you were watching that game last night, the crowd sucked. The crowd was terrible in that game last night. All right, let's talk about what's going forward here. Today we have uh, Nebraska uh, at home against Ohio State. Um, I like Ohio State in this game. Nebraska, I just don't feel like has it this year. Fred Hoiberg, by the way, looks like Aaron Eckhart. I tweeted about this. I just noticed this this year. He looks like the um, Harvey Dent from Batman. I think that's hilarious. I don't know why. Uh, we also have Iowa Northwestern. Just kidding, we don't because Northwestern has a bunch of people injured and with COVID. So that game at this point has been postponed. We'll see if they actually renew and play that game later this year. Tomorrow we got a quad header. Michigan State back at home against a really good defense again. And Rutgers, I think Michigan State needs to win this game if they want to stay uh, in that conversation at the top of the Big Ten. Michigan is traveling to Maryland. You got Purdue going to Minnesota. They're going to blow them out. And then this should be a decent little matchup tomorrow night. We have Indiana going to Illinois. I think, again, it's starting to get that time of year where people need to start winning games if they want to, If they think they're actually going to stay in the talks to win the Big Ten regular season, they got to start winning some of these games. And this is one that Indiana needs to have. We got Wisconsin at Northwestern on Saturday at the uh, noon time, if you're in the Eastern time zone, 11 a.m. for me. We have Iowa and... Ohio State that should be a good one on Saturday at Ohio State and then Nebraska at Penn State I think that I think Nebraska is going to lose their next two games unfortunately I'm sorry to say it Cornhuskers and then on Sunday this will be the last games I talk about I'm not really even diving deep in them but uh, Michigan State's going to Indiana tough couple matchups for Michigan State Rutgers and then Indiana Rutgers at home which is helpful but then you got to travel down to Indiana man that's going to be tough and then uh, the worst team in the Big Ten is coming to Ann Arbor to play Michigan. Um, they'll lose that game, I'm assuming. And then you have Maryland at Purdue. That seems like, it feels like these games are all easy to pick, but that's why you play the games, right? 
That's why you play the games, to see if one of these teams can actually upset somebody. All right, let's take a peek-see at the standings real quick. We have Purdue, of course, at the top. Like I said, they're 17-1. and one. They're going crazy this year. 6-1 uh, and one in the conference right there behind them. You have Rutgers and Michigan, uh, both with two losses. And then rounding out the top five, you have Illinois, Wisconsin. And then you have to mention Iowa and Michigan State also right there in that top five because they all have four and three records. At the bottom of the Big Ten right now, I'm going to say the middle because they're my Wildcats. Three and three, Northwestern. And then teams with losing records in the Big Ten still, you have Penn State, Indiana, Maryland, Ohio State, and then, of course, Nebraska and uh, Minnesota at the bottom there with one win. Uh, great time of year. Really excited. Like I said, if you're looking to go to the Big Ten tournament, you should start doing some things now. Go back to the beginning of the episode, and I'll give you guys some advice on how to get those tickets if you missed that. And then uh, good luck to your teams the rest of the week. I'll be back on Monday, hopefully, to uh, talk some more hoops. Really exciting time of year. Good luck to your teams. Hope they all win. And we'll see you all next week.